And just like that, the clock ticks noon on a Wednesday. We are your official over the hump portion of the week. Welcome to the Daily on Jackson's Fox Sports 101.9 FM live from the Lead Bunker Studio, Jackson's only indoor gun range. And we're brought to you by Knudsen's, your outdoor convenience store. Kettlebell Hot Spot, where your functional fitness begins. Brought to you by my buds, Bud Bud Light McUltra and Tri-County Water. Ah, that's good water. TriCountyWater.com. Because you need peace of mind about what's really in your water. Well, we've got high school basketball to talk about today. We're going to start off, we usually start off with boys basketball. But today we're going to start with girls basketball. Then we'll wrap up with the boys. And we're going to go through the MPRs for the matchup tonight for... Well, really, the the district semifinals that are of importance to us. I got one fringe one in there. I, I kind of debated whether or not we, we would do it, but we will because, you know, one of them's a Cascades team and the other one's like right alongside Jackson County. So we're going to cover that too. Um, Jackson College had uh, some activity last night. So we'll talk about Jets basketball and baseball and uh, a few other things we have set on the docket today. But before we get to any of that, and I mean any of that, it's Wednesday. Power cows are in action tonight. And that means, my friends, it's time for the Power Cow Preview. Because they'll be on the ice tonight at the Optimist Ice Arena. Your 95.9 Power Cows. All right. Now, I understand that uh, this one has a little gem hidden here somewhere. I don't know. I haven't read it yet. It was emailed in just as we were going live, and so I have not read it yet. So here it... Oh, this this appears to be a long one. It's the best time of the week for all of this Power Cow faithful. Your 95.9 Power Cows back in action tonight. 9.15... At the Optimist Ice Arena! The cows, who were scheduled to play this past Sunday, ended up having the day off due to a forfeit from their opponent as they were unable to field a team. So, in theory... Cows get the win! Cows get the win! We're talking about a win! This was much needed as the cows were absolutely throttled by B&H Electric Ohms last week. The cows will be taking on the Pataki Orthodontics Molars, not the Bunions. Corns, we had them as corns previously here. 
as uh, referred to this season by others who try to steal the cow's thunder. Oh, it seems like a shot across the bow towards the rebels. I'm not saying, I'm just saying. The cows have a tall test against them tonight as the molars have been hot this season. Being one of the only teams who has been able to crack the rebels in the loss column. The cows will have to rely on their solid defense tonight, but will perhaps be missing player slash general manager Tyler Griswold, who is away on official power cow business in in Detroit. Who are we signing? When asked what is going on in Detroit, Griswold had this to say. Well, the cows haven't had the season we have hoped for. And with the trade uh, line uh, looming, we are looking to make a deal with the Red Wings to pick up some younger prospects for the year to come. Nobody in the cows is safe for the uh, potential trade and what could be dealt by the end of the week. You know, Russians talk really slow, don't they? Uh, With Griswold being out, the Cows will rely on veterans Ben Patch and Trevor Markovich to defend the blue line and keep Muffins out of the basket. Accompanied with Patch and Markovich will be the mighty tree. I am tree. Once a sampling in the JHL tree has sprouted and is beginning to hit his stride. An offense. There is only two to keep an eye on for tonight's game as Ben, Benny T. McLaughlin and Eric Bernie Bernard compete for their inter-team competition of excellence. Both Bernard and Benny T have been playing phenomenal phenomenal hockey as of late and have been leading the cows with their stellar offensive production after each missing plenty of time this season. This does come at a good time for the cows as veteran forward Brian Bolo Bolenball has cooled off since the midway point of the season. Also, the timely Mr. Chapo has not been too timely this season when it comes to scoring those Patrick-style showtime goals. Perhaps the tide will turn like this lovely Michigan weather we are having for both Chapel and Bolo. And we cannot forget the Muffin Man, who has just been a China wall this year for stopping those unwanted muffins from getting in the basket. Will they win? Will the cows even show? Fox Sports has reported that the cows are considering boycotting tonight's game as the JHL has decided to for. Wait, to 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 decided to for good playoffs this year. 
has decided to for decided to forego. I'm assuming an autocorrect took over. The JHL has decided to forego playoffs. What's the point of playing the season then? Come on! Find out tonight. 9.15. At the Optimist Ice Arena! Your 95.9 Power Cows! Oh, we were so close to timing that perfectly. It was, I mean, it was just right there. Right. Right there on the pistachios had that thing timed out, man. Oh, wow. Well, there it is. The Power Cow Preview. Brian Bolo Bolenbaugh will get us some clarity on the JHL foregoing the playoffs this year. That's uh, We'll get that tomorrow. That's That's a shocker of a statement this year. Shocker. The, the the powers that be are shocked and awed. It was just a couple years ago that the power cows were making radio. And, I, you know, I'm just going to say it. It was an international broadcast when we had the power cow championship. It was an international broadcast when we aired their, their uh, back-to-back uh, championships here. Yeah, no, it was. It it was because we had it on the air on Fox Sports 101.9 FM, right? The Power Cows on Fox Sports. Um, and then it was on our website, too. We streamed it. So it was an international broadcast. Well, broadcast technically not the right word, but it was international. Right. All right. With all that said, Power Cows tonight, 915 at the Optimist, taking on the Molars after losing to the Ohms last week. High school basketball. We're going to start off with girls today. Then probably take a little bit of a break, and then we'll jump into boys district action tonight. Girls basketball, and we're going to start in the Big Eight where Quincy defeated Union City last night, 42-36. to Reading all over Vermontville, Maple Valley, 59-9. to Bronson beating Athens, 66-23. to And the game that everyone had their eyes on yesterday. Springport versus Concord. Springport holding off a Concord surge in the end to get the win, 54-46. Springport on top of Concord. Springport went out uh, in the the first quarter, just squeaked by 12-11, and then outpaced them, getting the lead going into halftime. Second quarter outpaced them 15-9. Um, then Concord uh, got the third at 15-14. to 14. Um, Tried to surge there in the last five minutes, but that attempt failed. Final score, 54-45. to 45. Maddox, Locke, Springport, 18 points, 7 assists, 4 steals, 4 boards, and a record-setting year for Maddox, Locke. Riley Seifert, 19 points, 6 boards. 
Brenna Crittenden, 13 points, three assists, four boards. According to the coach, Springport were hosting the Concord Yellow Jackets last night. Both teams, 9-1 and one in conference. Last night's matchup was for the first place in the Big 8. Great game. The Spartans were able to hold off the red-hot Yellow Jackets tonight. Basketball is a game of runs. They cut the deficit to five points in the fourth quarter, but the Lady Spartans were able to take the control back and win a very exciting game. Concord was led by Hannah Steimer with 18 points. Tonight, or last night, was Springport's senior night, and the girls have been playing together for as long as they can remember. Coach says it was nice to see them play so hard like every night. They played composed. They played focused. Coach says he's happy. He's happy for them. Their leadership has made this such a phenomenal season. The crowd was great. The community coming out to support was very special. Coach goes on to say, thank you, Springport. Moving on to the Cascades Conference and Columbia Columbia, 57, versus Clinton, 43. Grass Lake, 57, versus Jonesville, 27, from the Cascades. In the Interstate 8, Western on top of Lakeview, 50-21. to 21. Sturgis on top of Penfield, 44-36. Coldwater beating Otsego, 44-28. Holland getting the win over Hastings, 46-35. Tecumseh. Beating Northwest 43 to 30. It's kind of a surprise there, isn't it? In the SEC, White Adrian defeating Milan 39 34. Tecumseh again over Northwest uh, 43 30. And tonight you've got Melvindale Academy for Business and Technology at Ypsilanti Community. That contest scheduled for 5 30. Just for giggles, before we take our break, let's take a look at girls basketball and the rankings according to the NPR as uh, we are heading into their postseason, which starts next week. Uh, D1 for girls, one through five. You've got West Bloomfield, Rockford, Belleville, Detroit Renaissance, Midland Dow. East Kentwood, DeWitt, Clarkston, Grand Blank, Holland, West, Ottawa, six through ten. ND1, Detroit Edison, Ann Arbor Father Gabriel Richard, Frankenmuth, Grand Rapids, West Catholic, Goodrich, Detroit Country Day, Tecumseh at number seven, Nogany at eight, Chelsea at nine, and Orchard Lake St. Mary there at 10, Madison at 15 in that. Uh, Yeah, they're top of mine because we just saw them this week. The boys team, that is. Uh, Division three, one through five, Ypsilanti Arbor Prep, Niles Brandywine, Blissfield, Lake City, Hem- uh, Lake City, and Hemlock. Six through ten, Kalamazoo Christian, Elk Rapids, Saugatuck, Sanford Meridian, and Harbor Springs. Nobody else local there. D four. Top five, Kingston, Portland St. Patrick, Colon, Ishpeming. And Fowler, that's one through five. Six through ten, 
Kinross Maplewood Baptist, Lake Linden Hubble, Goebbels, Maple City Glen Lake, and Bloomfield Hills Reaper. Uh, nobody else local there. So that's girls' high school basketball results from yesterday. Top 10 rankings. We're going to jump into boys' basketball right after this. You're listening to The Daily on Jackson's Fox Sports, 101.9 FM, live from the Lead Bunker Studio, Jackson's only indoor gun range. Welcome back to The Daily, Jackson's Fox Sports, 101.9 FM, live from the Lead Bunker Studio, Jackson's only indoor gun range, also brought to you by Knudsen's. Your outdoor convenience store, Kettlebell Hot Spot, where your functional fitness begins. Brought to you by my buds, Bud Bud Light, Mick Ultra, and Tri County Water. Ah, that's good water. TriCountyWater.com. Get that free in home water analysis as you need peace of mind about what's really in your water. All right, so district semifinals happening tonight, getting ready for the finals set for Friday. And, uh, yeah, we've got local Jackson County teams represented all across the board here. Let's start off in D1. District 13, Ann Arbor-Huron. Uh, tonight you've got Ann Arbor-Huron at 17-4 and four versus Northwest at 12-11. and 11. Now you look at the MPRs on those, the Michigan Power Rankings. They use this during the regular season to seed them in the tournament. And other things. But it's basically your strength of schedule based on your wins. Uh, formula they, they put together based on your wins, based on your losses and your opponent's losses. So they take all this, they put it into formula, they type it into the computer, it kicks out a number. Higher the number, better the team. Northwest sitting there with their NPR of 505. Their opponent tonight is at 650. Ann Arbor Huron's at 650. So on paper, it's got Ann Arbor-Huron with the edge. But, my friends, that's why they play the games. The other contest tonight, the bottom part of that bracket, has Ann Arbor-Pioneer at 16-5 and on the season, taking on Ann Arbor-Skyline. And look at the NPR Skyline at 549 on the season. Pioneer at 610. So it looks like Pioneer has the edge on paper for that one. Winners advance to the district final on Friday at 7 p.m. That's Division One. Division Two. Joe Cassidy and myself going to be at Western tonight for the second game. We're not doing both games. They're going to be there for the second game. Onstead versus Western, 7 o'clock. D2 action. Let's start off with the top part of that bracket. We have Adrian at 19-3. and You know, we just did this for girls. Let's, you know what? Let's, 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 let's take a look at uh, the boys' basketball. I just selected boys' basketball, dude. Come on. Give me a little. Oh, it's not giving it to me. I don't know why. I was probably because it's the end of the season and now it doesn't matter. But let me just check the rankings one more time. Let's just see. Let's just see. Rankings, boys. There it is. All right, D2. I had to go the different I had to do it a different one. 
you've got Adrian sitting there ranked at number 12. Tecumseh was in there at one point of the season. You've got Onstead in there ranked at number 10. We're going to get to them in a second. So, in the top part of that bracket has Tecumseh with an MPR of 567. And their opponent tonight, Adrian, at 619. So 567 versus a 619. On paper, Adrian's supposed to have the edge on that one tonight. And then on the other one, where it's Western, the host school with a 578, winners of the I-8, taking on Onstead with a 628. So on paper, we're supposed to have an Onstead versus Adrian district final. But we're going to be there on the call for that tonight. And hopefully that doesn't come to fruition and we've got a Western win tonight. Next up, Division 3, District 82. This is that fringe one that I told you about earlier. It's very fringy. Um, the top part of that bracket isn't even fringy. That's like, what? That far away? So this is in Langsburg, Division 3, District 82, where you've got Langsburg 22-0 versus Perry at 13-1. Langsburg. Uh, so Perry is sitting there with a 489 in their NPR, and Langsburg is 627. So on paper, Langsburg's supposed to win that one. The bottom part of that bracket where you've got Leslie taking on Stockbridge. Dude, could have really been written up better than this. You've got two longtime rivals facing each other in the postseason. So you've got Leslie with a 453 and Stockbridge with a 568. So on paper, it should be a Stockbridge versus Langsburg final tonight. Stockbridge 16 and 6 on the season. Leslie, 8 and 14. That's Division 3, District 82. Division 3, District 83 at East Jackson. That's where the captain and the professor are going to be tonight. So in that district, you have the top part of that bracket, Napoleon, with a 593 MPR, 19 and 3 on the season. Cascade Conference champions. They're set to take on Springport with their 15 and 7 record and the NPR of 531. On paper, you've got Napoleon supposed to be making it out of that bracket. The bottom part of that bracket, the 7 o'clocker tonight. Captain and the Professor bringing you that contest on News Talk 970 AM 101.5 FM. Michigan Center, 19-3 and record, 598 with the NPR. Wow, they have passed Napoleon. Well, they had one more game than Napoleon. So now they, they're at 598 now. Napoleon's at 593. It's amazing what one extra game will do. So Michigan Center, 598 with their NPR, their 19-3 and record. They face Lumen Christie. At 18 and 4 on the season with their MPR of 629. On paper, Lumen 
should be advancing to the final. According to the NPRs from the Michigan High School Athletic Association, the NPRs are saying that it should be a Napoleon versus Lumen final. According to the MHSAA. That's Division 3, District 83 at East Jackson. Division 3, District 84 at Concord. Let me find it. I gotta find it. Where'd it go? I looked at that one. There it is. Concord with their 17 and 5 record. With a 589 MPR. Concord tonight faces Jonesville. 16 and 6 record. 547. So 589 versus 547. On paper, Concord should get the win and advance to the district final on Friday. Other part of that bracket. Other part of that bracket has Hanover Horton. Coach Andrew Birch's team, 14 and 8 on the season. Their NPR 553. And they're facing Addison with their 6 and 16 record, NPR 404. So Hanover Horton should be able to advance out of that district semi and into the final. So those are the three Division three districts that are applicable to Jackson County. And the last one. Oh, man, Vandy had to load up the bus and go all the way down to Waldron. Dude, that's a hike. That's a hike. All right, D4, District 120, Pittsford, 13-9 and nine on the season versus Jackson Christian, 12-11 and 11 on the season. Them and Vandy. I don't know why I just highlighted. Maybe they could carpool. Just get the extra long bus. Just share it, maybe. Jackson Christian with their NPR 474. They are taking on, so their NPR is 474. They're taking on Pittsford, which is 483 and a 13 and 9 record. I didn't realize that those two were that close. I thought Pittsford was rated a little bit higher. On the other side of that bottom part of that bracket, Waldron is twelve and ten. Vandercook Lake is four and nineteen. Waldron rolls into this with an NPR of four ninety-four with their record to take on Vandy, which is at three ninety-one. That's how the MPRs roll out. So obviously the higher ranked MPRs should be advancing to the semi from the semi to the final scheduled for tonight. I'm sorry, the semis are scheduled for tonight. The finals are scheduled for Friday. I knew I, you know it I, it didn't sound right when I said it. I'm like that's not what's supposed to happen, Mark. It's like I was talking faster than the brain could think. And once again, the broadcast games for tonight. We are going to be at Western for the Western versus Onstead semi at 7 o'clock. That's going to be a 95-9, the power cow. 
6.45-ish. For the, it's a floating start time for the game. It kind of just depends on when the other one ends. Could be earlier, could be later. And then tonight on News Talk 970 AM, 101.5 FM, Napoleon versus Springport. That's at 5.15. And then Michigan Center. Oh, that's going to be a good one. Michigan Center versus Lumen. Uh, 7 o'clock with the captain and the professor. That's high school basketball here on Fox Sports 101.9 FM, all part of the daily. And I tell you what, we're going to step aside. When we come back, we'll go over Jackson College. They got some stuff going on from last night. We'll talk Jackson College's men and women wrapped up the regular season. We got a few other things. We got Detroit Red Wings hockey to talk about. They're on a streak. And more. You're listening to The Daily on Jackson's Fox Sports 101.9 FM. We're live from the Lead Bunker Studio, Jackson's only indoor gun range. Welcome back to The Daily. Jackson's Fox Sports 101.9 FM live from the Lead Bunker Studio, Jackson's only indoor gun range. Brought to you by Knudsen's, your outdoor convenience store. Kettlebell hot spot where your functional fitness begins. Brought to you by my buds, Bud Bud Light McUltra. And brought to you by Tri-County Water. Ah, that's good water. Well, um, let's jump into Jackson College Jets basketball and other sports from last night, too. Uh, it's so nice getting baseball. I know, I just... It's no football. I mean, it doesn't get the the excited juices going like football does. But it's just so nice to have baseball in the mix, right? And talking about that. Women's basketball. They were up first last night. Women's basketball. Second spot in the MCCAA last night. Needed to finish strong on the season, and they got the win. 74-61 over Macomb Community College. Jackson College tied for the conference title in the Michigan Community College Athletic Association Eastern Division with the home victory. Trinity Brown led four scores in double digits with 15 points. Kalen Butler added 14 and four assists. Michelle McGee scored 11 points and dished six assists. Zoe Baum, bam, 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 finished with 10 points for Jackson College. They are. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Yeah, we because this this is you know one hundred percent true real radio. So we we give you anything and everything that happens live, right? Mm. Thank you, Tri County Water. All right, Jackson College twenty two and four overall for the women's team. They are ten and two in the MCCAA. The Jets wait to see who they play in the playoffs. Men's basketball. Struggle of the season for the men. Macomb Community College, 102. Jackson College, 69. Antonio King finished with 19 points. Joe Coleman added 13. Xavier Ford Belton tallied 11 points for the Jets in its last home game of the season. They finished the regular season 12 and 16 overall, 4 and 10 in the MCCAA. Now, on to Jackson College, 15 
over Spring Arbor University's JV team. Nothing. Nothing. The Jets beat up on the Cougars. Marcus Patton hit a home run and knocked in two dingers, two runs for Jackson College in the home win. Jared Cramp, Gabe Jones, each finished with a pair of hits for the Jets. Jets pitchers combined for 11 strikeouts in the home contest. Jackson College Jets baseball. Way to go, JC. Way to go. Yeah, glad you guys got the win over SAU. All right, so there they are. Jackson College from yesterday. Uh, We're going to bounce around a little bit here. Let's dip into Detroit Red Wing hockey. You know what? Before we do that, let's, you know what? I want to do it this way. I want to do it this way. Because, I mean, yeah, I could, I could read it for you. But, I mean, wouldn't you much rather have it from Ken Cal? I know I would. Hi, this is Ken Cal. Shane Gostaspear scored a pair of goals, leading the Red Wings to an 8-3 win over the Washington Capitals last night at Little Caesars Arena. The Red Wings have won six in a row. They now have 72 points on the season. Lucas Raymond, Joe Valeno, JT Confer, Robbie Fabry, Alex Dabrinkit, and Dylan Larkin all turned on the red light in the game. Patrick Kane recorded two assists. He now has a nine-game point streak. Alex Lyon, Red Wing netminder, stopped 18 of 21 shots as the Red Wings picked up their 33rd win of the season. Again, the final score, Detroit 8, Washington 3. The Red Wings host the New York Islanders on Thursday. You can hear all the action at 6.45 p.m. on the Detroit Red Wings radio network. So that'll be tomorrow on News Talk 970 AM, 101.5 FM, as the Wings are just red hot right now. They're they're a little warm. So, yeah, that's 12 points in six games. Getting the win over the Capitals last night. Um, that Lions star, Aiden Hutchinson, hit the goal horn to begin the game as he attended the sold-out event. And it's it's becoming a thing. Well, I don't know if two Detroit Lions making it to Wings games within the last week is a thing or not, but it's it's becoming we're gonna just make it a thing. Let's let's have Dan Campbell show up, let's have others show up, right? Uh in this recent article, Wings can't get enough of the Detroit Lions. Aiden Hutchinson was there last night, Ben Johnson was uh, there at a recent game. And uh, Wings Brass said, hey, there's a standing invitation for Dan Campbell to stop on by the LCA whenever. Hutch at the LCA Tuesday to sound the goal horn ahead of the tilt against the uh, the Capitals, as you are aware, 8-3 win for the uh, the Wings. Johnson was there last Saturday on, on hand to, to sound the horn, then watched the Wings demolish the Greg O'Connor St. Louis Blues. Uh, Derek Lalonde credited the Lions for helping the Wings win three games during their playoff run, he said. The offensive coordinator got us one of the uh, the other day, and Hutch had his A game today. He had a little energy going. Wait, Aunt Lee, just let me let me play something for you. If it if it pops up. Right now it's not populating and it's driving me crazy. Oh, there it is, right here. All right, let me just play this for you. Are you ready? Are you ready for this? Are you hanging on the edge of your seat? 
Just pulling this from X, formerly known as Twitter. So Jared Goff chant. So Jared Goff chant. During a Wings game. Jared Goff chant during a Wings game. All right now it's it's cool to to you know to be there and uh, be at the Wings and hoping that they win. It looks like they've got a good chance of making the playoffs right now. This is a jinx free zone. I can say that. But I mean it's. I, I mean, when was the last time someone went to a Lions game and started chanting "Iserman"? It doesn't. It it doesn't happen. I think I I'm there with the excitement, dude. I really am, and it's so cool. Um, but at the same time, if you're a wing out on the ice, going why why? Hey, why are they talking Jared Golf? Why is that jeering for the golf? I mean, I could <laughs> I could kind of see that, but anyway, the wings are embracing it. They like it, and uh, they're hoping that the momentum from one fuels the other uh nhl playoffs right now if the season were to end today take the top three from each division and then the uh highest pointed two in each division after that so the top three in the atlantic division from the eastern conference would be the panthers the blues and the maple leafs the highest three from the Metropolitan Division would be the Rangers, the Hurricanes, and the Flyers. And then the highest rated two in the Eastern Conference from there. Right now, you got the Wings at 72 and the Lightning at 69. That's how it would pan out in the East. In the West Central Division, you've got the Jets and the Stars and the Avalanche at 1, 2, 3 in the Central Division. In the Pacific Division, you've got the Canucks with 83, the Golden Knights at 73, and the Oilers at 70. Now, the next highest two from there, you've got the Predators at 68, out of the central and you've got the Kings at 68 out of the, uh, the Pacific. If the season were to end today, that's where the playoffs would land, but we still got quite a bit of hockey. We still have quite a bit of hockey. We still have quite a bit of hockey to play. Uh, let's see here. Detroit basketball. You know what? All right, the Pistons got the win. I was going to dangle it. I was going to tease it for a little bit. I just, you know what? I just went right for it. Pistons got the win. They got robbed in New York. And uh, uh, Cade Cunningham, uh, not happy. Uh, and yeah, it was, it, it was a, a point where the Pistons were approaching the rest of the season with a huge chip on their shoulder. Uh, win for the Pistons as well. They own the second half of their game in Chicago to beat Dub Bowls 105 to 95.
first time they've held an opponent to under 156 contests. Cade Cunningham, 19 points in the fourth quarter. No, that was uh, Simone Fontaccio. I screwed that up. I don't know. Is this dude's on the Pistons? 19 they scored uh, in the fourth quarter to uh, seal the win and get the uh, the sixth game to uh, end the sixth game skid. So Pistons getting the win over the Bulls last night. And really not an easy task as the uh, the Pistons in the Eastern Conference. Uh, you got the Bulls who are sitting there. Where the heck are they? The 23-24 season, you got the Celtics, which are just killing it this year. The Cavs, the Bucks, and the Knicks, and the Heat are one through five. The Bulls are in the top ten. They're there at ninth. Pistons with a 155 winning percentage. Nine wins, 49 losses. But they're not alone anymore. They're tied with Washington. So they may not. There's a possibility if they get hot, if they play with that chip on their shoulder, they very well could end the season. Not the worst team in the NBA. In the Western Conference, you got the Timberwolves, the Thunder, the Nuggets, the Clippers, the Pelicans, the Suns, Kings, Mavericks, Warriors, Lakers, 1 through 10. Down at the bottom, the Spurs are 11 and 48. Second from the bottom, the Trailblazers are 15 and 42. That's where we land in the NBA just a little bit past the All Star break. Still quite a bit of season to go for the NBA as well. We're going to step aside. When we come back, we got Detroit baseball to talk about. And more. We've got a weather forecast rolling your way from Wolverine Seal Coating. Keep it right here. You're listening to The Daily on Jackson's Fox Sports 101.9 FM, live from the Lead Bunker Studio, Jackson's only indoor gun range. Welcome back to The Daily on Jackson's Fox Sports 101.9 FM, live from the Lead Bunker Studio, Jackson's only indoor gun range, brought to you by Knudsen's, your outdoor convenience store. Kettlebell Hotspot, where your functional fitness begins. And brought to you by Tri-County Water. Ah, that's good water. A uh, quick look at your weather forecast. Brought to you by Wolverine Seal Coating. You know, if that asphalt driveway or parking lot's in rough shape, call the experts at Wolverine Seal Coating. WolverineSealCoating.com. Just turn on your phone, you know, the directions, website, phone number, all that's going to pop up right there. You just click it and call them, right? WolfreenSealCoating.com. We do have a wind advisory in effect until 7 o'clock tonight. Uh, we're looking at wind gusts to, to, to be sustained between 20 and 25 miles per hour and exceed 45 miles per hour at times. For today, we have a 40% chance of snow as temperatures fall through the afternoon. We'll end up at 25 degrees by 5 o'clock. 20% chance of snow for tonight, cloudy 18 and blustery, and Thursday sunny and 38 degrees. Right now outside, 27 and cloudy. That's your weather forecast here on The Daily on Fox Sports 101.9 FM. Tigers getting a win yesterday. Tigers getting a loss yesterday. 
they had a split uh a split series they split the team up one part one half the team went to take on Baltimore the other half uh stayed at uh Joker Merchant Stadium and took on Toronto and it was an emotional return for Casey Mize so they don't do this often right but in uh in 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 spring training play you can pull a pitcher in an inning and then bring him back the next inning and that's what they did to Mize as he kind of got stuck I mean, it's been like the first time in two years since he's thrown a ball. He was in the dugout all last year cheering on the team. But after what, uh, arm surgery and back surgery, he's back, uh, did two innings, struggled in the bottom part of that second inning, pulled him, brought him back, and he killed it in the third. So it was good to see Casey Mize back on the field after 22 months off. So Tigers getting that win. Over the Blue Jays, and yesterday getting the loss against the uh, the Bo's, the Baltimore Orioles, who really have, have have been tough during Grapefruit League action. They're four and one in the Grapefruit League. You got them. The Red Sox are three and one, and the Mets are three and one in the Grapefruit. In the Cactus League, you've got uh, the Dodgers at five and zero. Oh, the Reds. At three and one, and the Rangers at three and one. Um, let's see the Tigers, the Tigers, the Tigers, the Tigers. They're two and two right now. Um, two and two and one, but they don't count the ties. They do not count the ties. So that's where we are with the Detroit baseball Tigers. And feels like that's pretty much going to do it for us here. Yep, it does. That's it, my friends. That's going to put a bow on this show. Thanks for being here with us tomorrow. Most likely downtown. I'm not fully committing to that just yet. I've been kind of wonky this week. But uh, most likely downtown tomorrow. In our Lead Bunker Studios. In the Midtown Building. You're listening to The Daily. Between now and then, stay safe. We'll see you soon.